On this episode, co-host Gina and I talk about the Mickey Mouse Club murder, Allison Mack's Smallville sex cult, and a fellow Virginian who likes to expose herself and also expose unwilling others. So listen and enjoy. This is Vomiting Rainbows, episode 51, a darker news podcast where I tell my co-host, Gina. Hi. Hi. Owner of two eyes and one nose. Some stories that she knows nothing about, and she chews them up in a beautiful rainbow. <laughs> uh, so let's jump in with like something awesome. What do Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, Ryan Gosling, Carrie Russell, and Christina Aguilera all have in common? Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, my God. <laughs> and probably like some weird manager that they all had to deal with as children that actually comes out to be like very in the Me Too Yes, probably. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I knew where this was going. Wow. Okay. Nothing like a bunch of cute children. So obviously, as you got, they are all members of the Mickey Mouse Club. Mm-hmm. Some of the most famous actors and singers get their start there. And as of today, one of those members is dead. R.I.P. R.I.P. Who? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Dennis Day... <laughs> Okay, An extremely that. talented dancer and actor was a Mouseketeer from 1956 to 1957. He was one of the original members of the Mickey Mouse Club, and he was also the face of the Mickey Mouse Club. I thought Mickey was the face. Well, not of the Mickey Mouse. Well, he technically of the Mickey Mouse Club. He is the face of the Mickey Mouse Club. Okay. But they all wore the ears. So face they were, number two. Yeah. <laughs> so he was the one that did the intro to the show. He was very popular. And Ben just jumped up in my lap, the cat. So that's exciting. Ben the man. Ben the man. <laughs> and he is not dead. So he actually turned out, on uh, this might surprise you, to be gay. He came out in 1960. Oh. So he left the Mickey Mouse Club for one year, uh-huh. met his partner, and married him in 1960. That's wonderful. They he married married him in the U.S.? Yes. Was, well, or they did a... They were partners. I don't know if they okay. married. They they came out to his family. His family was very supportive. That's so nice. And he lived in Oregon. And then he moved to lovely San Francisco. They stayed together their entire life until his partner then went to a care facility uh, because of dementia. Aww. Uh, it's unfortunate. They actually said he had uh, intermittent memory issues, but... That's what I have. I think I don't think you have dementia, though. I know, but sometimes I think I do, Doug. TBH. TBH. Just, just <laughs> at so work, I'm like, I swear, I think I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. So he, uh, he much, much like his partner, also had some memory issues as well, but not dementia. They did not think. He moved. Uh, Day and his partner moved to Phoenix, Oregon. Okay. So. Uh, That's a place. It's a, a tiny little town in Oregon, and they continued to. He continued to visit his partner in the nursing home or the care facility. Uh-huh. But one day he came visited him and told his roommates to look after his dog. He then went off. On very uncharacteristic of him, after visiting his partner, was never seen again or Aww, heard from again. Where did he go? Well, that's the question. That was over a year ago. Yeah, he also had a cat 
which he didn't leave with the neighbors, but they found the cat wandering around. So I don't think he loved the cat as much as he loved the dog. No, he was like, cat, you're cool. You're cool. Yeah. You never wanted me anyways. <laughs> you go. You don't love me. What if he's like secretly taking care of the cat? Like, and then people are like, oh, well, he still exists. He still exists. It's, it's what is it? They follow the cat. Whatever the cat in the box thing. It's a if cat, the cat in the if, box. If you don't open the box, the cat isn't dead, but it may not be alive until you open the box. And then you know, but until you open the box, you don't know if it's dead or alive. So it's like in both states. Oh, yeah. So what happened to this guy? So two people were found going along the Oregon coast uh, in his car. They said they borrowed it. Um, his friends who know him really well said they did not recognize any of the any of the two people or either of the two people in the car. And when the police searched the car, they found no signs of foul play. But today, yay for day, yay. <laughs> they found him. Unfortunately, they only found his bones. Yay for Ba Day. <laughs> ba Day. They were, they were in his house all along. His bones were. His bones were in his house. But what that about... Means, that means he was in the house, and the sheriff searched the house and did not find Day in the house at all, he, so he says. And then when they went back to check the house again, they found his bones. So he had, in a year, completely decayed. Is that the typical i think so amount of time that someone well where was the bones and were they in a full skeletal form or were they like nicely organized i didn't get to see any pictures so i can't tell you Doug, it's but your that's podcast are you supposed to see pictures I, we should see pictures <laughs> you know let's that's go, that's let's for google it after this. that's that's for the youtube channel we'll do that for the ps okay so yeah keeping we'll definitely kind of keep an eye on breaking Mouseketeer news yeah. The, for the future and we'll keep all the musketeers in the loop but yeah that was kind of crazy like they it seems a little suspicious but it could just be that they missed him when they looked in the house it's just weird that they wouldn't like this doesn't feel like a complete story by any means of that there's no explanation as to why it was there where in the house it was right like if he had fallen down the stairs and the basement and rolled under so i don't know yeah man. like it just seems that and they haven't alluded would say where he was they just announced that they found the bones in his house they okay. are 90 percent sure it's day they haven't done dna testing yet or teeth or dental or anything yet well, that seems like for like you don't report it until oh i mean the sheriff little. should have also found the body in the house but maybe somebody just put it there maybe it was a cat we don't know if the cat put the body. Yeah, the back. cat got pissed and fucking right? murdered it's like him. Like a bird, maybe that <laughs> <laughs> brought it back in. Yeah, so good stuff there. That is wild. And another Disney act- actress named Allison Mack. Do you know who Allison Mack is? No, it wasn't like that. Was it that TV show when I was a kid? Like the the Secret Life of No. No. Nope. Anyways. She was Go on. one of her main roles that she was known for was the daughter in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Okay. And then she was also known as Chloe in Smallville. Okay. Did you ever watch Smallville? No, but I did watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I think it was like one of the only VHSs we had for a while. <laughs> there you go. 90s babe. Little little blonde girl. Um, very cute. Um, 
she uh, was a sex slave recruiter for a group called Nexum. Oh. Nexum sounds like a medicine that you take for... For ED. Yeah, something like that. Nexium. Is that... Okay, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so Nexium, on their website, they say they're an executive coaching firm. Nexum. Nexum. Yeah, that Nexium doesn't say that. Nexium. I would assume. Okay, so Nexum is an executive recruiting firm. firm. And you asked maybe perhaps... Why would a sex slave recruiter be involved with an executive coaching firm? I don't know. And how does Seagram's fit into that? Seagram's? Exactly. So you ask about the Seagram's family. Oh, it's family. that guy. It's the Seagram's family, though. Um, right? They're, that they like. Okay, go on. So go the on. two daughters of the, or the heiresses of the Seagram family mm-hmm. funded this guy named Keith Rainier. Okay. And he is known as Vanguard. Okay. And the founder of Nexum, oh. or Nexfim. Uh, that is, he is notorious for being kind of a kooky, multi-level marketing guy before this. Uh-huh. Um, kind of like Herbalife or Amway. Yeah. But now... If anyone wants to buy, I'm selling. <laughs> yes, you've got plenty. A whole garage. Yeah. Uh, he is a self-proclaimed genius. And when his MLM failed... He decided that he was going to be the perfect person to coach executives. God, of course. I feel like it's like you look on, no offense to anyone who may be listening to this, but when you look at people's LinkedIn and it's like, looks like no job in several years. However, <laughs> They're consultant. Ex- executive marketing. Executive market. coach. <laughs> executive coaching. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, well, I'm busy. I've been, yeah, I've been busy. I've been doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, he wooed the heiresses of the Seagram fortune, both Sarah and Clara Bronfman, or Bronfman. Uh, they were uh, they had nothing but time and money to give this guy, so they had an absolute fortune. Their their dad, Mister Seagram, was very nervous about this guy, um, and you may think, okay, so. There's this multi this marketing firm, this executive coaching firm, but how did a Disney star get involved with this? She started re- like she went there for self help because she had heard that it was great through mm-hmm. um, the heiresses. The heiresses kind of have their oh, feet in yeah, Hollywood and all of these parties and were socialites, so they convinced her to become a part of it. And most of this stuff was pretty innocuous initially, um, but she then joined and fell head over heels for this guy. Of course. Vanguard. (laughs) And so she then became a recruiter for a next film and actually started getting them all involved and getting other members of the like of the celebrity world, like B-list celebrities all over the place started joining, mostly women, to get this self-help and become more like stronger um, and more, uh, uh, I don't know what they would, you know, just more. What? I don't know. More what? Like more. Fame? Confident. Confident? I guess. Because like, so, they're like, I'm part of this now. Yeah. I'm a sex. So their mantra is that um, they revolve, uh, Nexum revolves around the idea 
that the majority of the world's money is controlled by unethical people, and moreover, that humanity needs to survive, and Nexum has to usher in a new new generation of ethical people to take control of this issue. So they were going to be this kind of Scientology-ish adjunct, but based on on ethics and, and trying to get people to be the most true selves that they could be. Okay, this is like every... Right, whatever. right. So, of course, that means that you need to have a section of that, which is called DOS. And DOS is dominant over submission. So Dominant over dom- yeah. submission. So yeah. they wanted to... The It was a small group of women who made sure that all the other women in the group were using their power, being more dominant than being submissive in their day-to-day lives. Oof. Everyone loves a dominant woman. Exactly. So. Okay. But like, where does the slavery? So the 25 25 members of the DOS group Uh were Vanguard sex slaves. What? Yes. But how is that? So he was dominant over submission. No, the women. I know, but he yeah. Vanguard was Dom. Yeah, he was he was the master Dom of and the twenty five subs that were also Doms. So this is like the ultimate pyramid. It was a. It was. To- it's like you it, must submit to me exactly. and Dom everyone else. But I mean, like if you think about it that way, it's like every man. Like it's like every it's corporate America, right? It's like I am Dom, you are sub. You are dom to those subs. Right. And these those, women these those women subs are, talk- are dom to those subs. And they're talking about how how strong these women need to be, but none of them were the head of the group. They were sub- submissive to yeah. Vanguard. Right, but like, I mean like I, sorry not to like again use my weird thing about corporate America, but that's like it's like the president is the dom, the VPs are the subs. Right. The VPs are the dom, the directors are the subs. It's like you go back down the line. Right. right. Like this is how everything works. Well, even if you start your own company, at some point you concede power to someone. At some point. It like it Bond either managers. Or investors Everyone. or yeah. the market or whomever. Yeah. You're somebody's sub always. You're always, <laughs> always and if, someone's if you're sub. On, and if you're on top and you don't aren't seceding anything, then yeah. the press will come after you. Yeah. Like still makes you a sub. Yeah. So somebody's chomping at chomping at your circle, whatever yeah. that book is. But so uh it became big news when this woman who is an actress named Catherine Oxenberg, I didn't find out what she had done, but her daughter, who is also an actri- actress called India Oxenberg, mm-hmm. had joined Nexum and then distanced herself from the entire family because she was becoming more ethical. Uh, her her family then invited her home for like an intervention, mm-hmm. and when they invited her home, they she I guess was wearing something a little bit more revealing, and they saw a scar on her. Ooh! And the scar was a brand. Ooh! And apparently that's when they found out that they brand each other. So that's kind of crazy. So. Allison Mack had branded India. Wow. Yeah. 
So it's gotten very culty all of a sudden. How big? I mean, it was it started culty, Doug. Yes, but the I mean the branding doesn't surprise me that much. Right. So like not even I feel like not even in a in a culty way, but I I would get a brand. You get a brand? I don't know. I don't know about a brand. Of like I what? mean, a ta- it depends on what. I could see like a tattoo, but this they was have a, a tattoo. yeah, but this is a brand. Like they heated up the. But like if with my with like my bestie crew, I could maybe get a brand. Okay, it's possible. There's a chance. Like well, if I they, felt like really part of something. You were just saying and earlier. Everyone that... else, if if like seven of my friends were getting a brand together, I'd be like, Done. bring it on, bring it absolutely, on. absolutely, light me up. So apparently, they all got together. Okay. And the symbol for that they were getting branded with, yeah, was the symbol that they had for Vanguard. Mixed with a symbol that they have for Allison Mack. Oh. So. Vam. Yeah. <laughs> kind of crazy. Vamiting rainbows. Vamiting rainbows. <laughs> so Mack uh, pleaded guilty today. Uh-huh. Um, and she hasn't been sentenced yet. But what she pled guilty to was trafficking, sex trafficking, conspiracy, and forced labor conspiracy. Wow. So they were forcing... Not the all, not just the women in the twenty-five, the top twenty-five DOS group, but then there was another group under that called Janice or something like that, and that was like there were like fourteen or sixteen, I don't know, thousand members that okay. were a part of this, and the upper echelon of those members also were sent to other countries to do forced labor Ooh. and funnel money back. Okay, and then they were also some of them were sent as sex slaves to men in other places. Okay. I, that's the sketchy part. Is it sketchy? Well, that's the part that's actually weird, right? Like, oh gosh, somebody saw a brand. That doesn't get me as much, but like being, you know, like sex slaves being sent around the world and money being funneled back feels like the part that doesn't feel good. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'll get a brand. But, most of, on. but yeah, that's the bad part. And most of the women said that while they felt obligated to do this, they didn't do it out of, according to at least the preliminary reports, out of out of, uh, not uh, like it wasn't rape or anything like that. They felt obligated to do this for Vanguard because, you know, because he's awesome and he's a genius. Yeah. So she will possibly serve the. The minimum sentence for what she's accused of is 15 years. Wow. Vanguard did what all respectable leaders do. He fled to Mexico. Thank goodness. I wonder where in Mexico. Well, he was arrested in Mexico when he started Nexum down there. Sweet, but where? I don't know. But the really funny thing is they also arrested Allison Mack down there. And I think India was down there as well. And... They were extradited back to the U.S. to face charges on, because they all kind of like pew, out like of the cruise. country. I mean, I would. Yeah. Mexico's definitely more enjoyable than the U.S. most of the time. I yeah. mean, I'm sorry for me, for somebody who brings mm-hmm. American dollars to Mexico to go hang out in coastal towns. Right. It's great. It's great. It's awesome. <laughs> As I would assume they would have been doing, right? It, it kind of reminds me a little bit of that. Uh, Lululemon cult, the landmark thing. I lo- I did landmark. I know. 
Don't say it's so judgy. It's a little culty. I, of course it's culty. It's little, it's kind of the I mean like I got some really amazing things out of it. <laughs> that's what that that was but the next. At the same time, it's, that's exactly it's what also India horrifying. said. <laughs> there a, are parts of it that are horrifying, but also, I mean, it really helped me. <laughs> that's exactly what India said. She said it was really helping her. I let India be. All right, <laughs> let her let her stay in Nexum. Yeah. It's helping her. I'm sure she's having so much fun, and she is. She's. I think she's not going to be charged in, in anything. She's not going to be charged, okay, but good. the two Seagrams. Are are going to be charged, and the um and Allison Mack obviously, and then uh, Vanguard will be charged as well. Great. So let's go from there to my lovely home state of Virginia. Okay. Um. The big VA. The big VA, and Heaven Connor. I thought uh, you were from West Virginia. No, that's just mean. Don't 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 get mean because I brought up landmark. I don't get. I don't know the difference, okay. but you see more West Virginia from what I've heard. Oh, jeez, that's just that's just playing. That's heading below the belt. Uh, there's a lady there who likes to get naked in daycares. In West Virginia. In Virginia. Virginia, sorry. Yeah, um, at Kids on the Move, a learning center, uh, a worker at that daycare turned on the lights in one of the classrooms, and found Heaven naked. Just, heaven was a. It was a woman. It's a woman. She was just standing there naked. She was a woman. Just, just in the classroom, early morning, in the classroom, naked. Um, were there children? There were no children yet. Okay. Uh, but yeah, she was just standing naked, I guess, in the dark in this classroom. But this is also this sounds like mon- mental illness. Yeah, it does sound a little, a little weird. Um, I didn't say weird. I said mental illness, Doug. And slightly weird. Okay. Continue. Uh, so, as one would do, Heaven immediately turned to the woman who turned on the light and fired her, um, as she is the wife of the owner. Okay. But she isn't. She's what? not the wife of the owner. She isn't part of the daycare at all. Oh, she was just there. Just there. No one has ever seen her before at the daycare. No one knows who she was or anything at all, and definitely not related to the owner in any matrimonial way. At all. Okay, so she just claimed. Doug, this clearly sounds like somebody with, with mental health issues. Earlier that day, yes. she was released from jail. Okay. Uh, because of a domestic violence incident. Uh, the police recognized her because earlier in the day, she was <laughs> earlier before 6 a.m., she was walking down the middle of the street and cars were honking at her and telling the cops were called to get her out of the middle of the road. Okay. She was not cited for that, but they did know, they did recognize, same police, I'm guessing this was a small town in Virginia, She, they did recognize her, and they took her to jail. Okay. Yeah, but, okay. It really just sounds like mental, like, I, Again, I come from a very big family. My mom's one of 10 kids. Uh-huh. And and like one little offshoot of this family. I have a cousin who has schizophrenia that comes from her dad's side. But she like grew up in Escondido in San Diego. She's super pretty. She was like won all of the pageants and stuff when we were kids. And but ended up like getting schizophrenia, becoming a stripper. At some point, she was like hit by a car running down the street naked in Escondido. Whoa. 
because she was too scared to take her medicine because of her schizophrenia. Did she survive? Yeah. And I think that she like, I don't know where she is now. I think she like lives in a trailer in Arkansas or something, but it was literally because of mental health issues that she ended up doing, doing kind of like things that were like so far outside of whatever anyone would have expected as a child. Like it's, like I think that that type of thing that you don't you don't know right, but you so you basically what I'm saying is that you're a bad person. No, <laughs> what what I'm saying though is you had signs before that. Yeah, but I'm sure that this woman had signs. She it might wasn't have. like she just like showed up in it's, jail like hey guys. I mean, this was just reported today, so there's not like a okay. big detail on her, but she didn't have any criminal record before. Okay, other than the domestic violence. Um, so I mean, of course, is, okay. of course, going out of jail, she bonded out of jail mm-hmm. and then immediately went home. Okay. No, she did not. She went to, a, I guess, walked to a nearby public bathroom. Yeah. And there was a guy in the public bathroom or coming out of the public bathroom, and she just ripped his pants off in front of people. <laughs> just pantsed him. <laughs> a lot right. Of good pantsing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like seventh grade PE. Yeah. So <laughs> she so she pants this guy and not far away, so they immediately arrested her again. Yeah. And now she's in jail yet again. I mean, this this girl's like a true candidate for like Nexum, I think. I think she dog. could what? It's great. She It's true. It sounds kinda like a video game. <laughs> like it's literally like if you were you know what it sounds like a video game. It does. Me. In some funny way that like you just can't keep. You just broke out of jail, and then yeah. you're walking down the street. Then you get arrested by like, the cop. Another <laughs> thing, and then you're like, "Oh no, the plant shooting like firebombs at me." Yes, that's what it's like to be her. I think so. Me too. So yeah, I think she could make it into DOS. All of those things, she could be like in the group. Yeah, upper level. Yeah, so that's our that's our episode. We're done. In a nutshell. We're done here. I feel like I gave you a very hard time the you, whole way through. I think that's okay. I apologize. No, not at all. Because I did I did bring up the landmark thing. That's and I true. think that's that's very fair. And I've been drinking. So. That, perfect. That makes Just it better. I know. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, we welcome any ideas or comments that you guys have. So please contact at us at contact at vomitingrainbows.com. Or find us on all social media, We Vomit Rainbows. Listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Rate us and help us grow. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.